Good morning, and thank you so much for tuning into the second episode of the first season of the Beauty Momentum. I'm really excited today because we are piggybacking off of the first episode where we talked about small wins and celebrating them, and a lot of you responded with your small wins, so I honestly am so excited to share these with the world because we all deserve a round of applause for ourselves. Um, And... Then with today's episode, we're going to talk about how we can make small wins and big wins actually happen, right? So we're going to talk about goals and things. Um, It's a really common thing to talk about, but it just kind of fits in with what I'm trying to do with this first season. So I'm going to start and just go through each and every one of the people who decided to enter a small win they want us to celebrate with them and I'm really excited okay so first is on Instagram um Flutterfly Lashes she actually was one of my students love her her name is Chelsea and she took my training a couple months ago and if you are not familiar with the lashing industry this goal is huge or this win is huge because Lashing takes a long time, especially when you're just starting out. So her small win was she finished three full sets each under three hours. Like, that's crazy. When I first started doing lashes, it took me probably four to five hours to complete a single set. So the fact that she's just starting, never touched lashes before, and she's doing that and that timing. Round of applause for Chelsea. Congratulations, friend. You are killing it. Your work is so good. And I'm stoked to kind of, to just see like where you go with this. Um, okay, next is Bossy Bee Beauty on Instagram. If you're not following her, you need to because she's one of my best friends. And, you know, we got to shout everybody out, right? <laughs> her small win was she actually got dressed all week. I don't know if you guys know this, but myself, I will wear sweatpants and look homeless 98.3% of the time. And when I do get dressed up, it's a win for me too. So, and she's the same way. And so the fact that she was able to actually get dressed all week, that's so amazing. And she kept saying to me, you know, look better, feel better. And I couldn't agree more. If you look like you're running the world, then that day or that week or whatever, you are going to take over the world. So congratulations, Brie, for getting ready. (laughs) Okay, second one is on IG again, or third one is on IG again. It's Miss Kira Prichelle, and they got pre-approved to buy a home, and I'm so excited for them. Um... Their family is growing. I just saw on Instagram that they're expecting a little boy. They already have two girls. And I'm just, my heart's so full for you. Congratulations, friend. God has such amazing plans for you. And I'm excited to see what this next chapter looks like for you guys. Um, Next is Alicia Diana on IG. And she actually started her journey in the beauty industry with my best friend, Brie, with Bossy Bee Beauty, getting her permanent makeup certification. If you haven't decided who you want to train with, if you're trying to do brows or anything, Brie's the one to go to, you guys, for real. She's one of the best trainers I know. She's very good with her craft, very talented Um, she's who you need to go with. So congratulations, Alicia. You're going to kill it in the industry because you got the best training there is. Round of applause. 
Um, Eyelash Honey on Instagram. She moved into a house with her fiance and their first time home buyers. Congratulations. That's amazing. I was just talking to someone yesterday about how I'm trying to have something in my name like a house. That would be fantastic. That is a goal of mine that I'm hoping to reach one day. So the fact that you are their friend couldn't be happier for you guys. Make it your own. I've been watching you do all your remodels and I'm just excited to see what it looks like. Congratulations. Um, the next one is rayhandmade.wa. She has a reconstructed like clothing business and her stuff is fire. It's rayhandmade.wa. You should follow her and purchase some of her things, you guys. It's so good. But she reached her goal of 10 sales before the end of the month. That's amazing. Like, I can only imagine how it feels to put your heart and soul into a creation and having people, like, want to have them as a part of their daily routine. Like, I'm so excited for you, friend. I'm praying that you get 20 more by the end of next month. Like, you're going to be killing it. Please follow her. Support her. We love supporting small women-owned businesses. Congratulations. Okay. Um, oh, Tony's Brow Boutique. Um, she is someone who we have been chatting with a little bit on Instagram in Florida. And she went and took a, another um, permanent makeup course in California. And I don't, in this industry, in the beauty industry for people who aren't in it, continued education is huge because trends are changing all the time. There's always new things that we have to know, new rules, new regulations, and it takes a lot to take those steps to take those additional trainings because sometimes you're just like, that's so much money going out, or you're like, oh, I already know this, but continued education is huge, and she took that step and that leap of faith to learn more and grow her knowledge, and that's just so amazing, and she started off 2023 with that. What a way to start off the new year, right? Congratulations, sis. I'm glad you got to do that. Okay, next is Ash the Skin Fairy. She's amazing with skin and facials guys so if you haven't seen her you need to i haven't i'm trying to because i need her to just bless my face but she started winter term so she's going to college again for me that's a little bit crazy me and college were not best friends at all i was living the party life and you know i just flunked all my classes and became a lash tech i mean it worked out in the end right <laughs> congratulations ashley that's amazing. You are inspiring for sure. And I can't wait to see where this next degree takes you with all of your smarts and drive. And you're just amazing. Congratulations. Round of applause for Ashley. Um, next is oh, another friend in the beauty industry. Um, her IG is XO Miss. Sam and she took her laptop to work and then she got work done in between clients I need to get better at that so kudos to you sis I will like sit during my day in between clients and just like scroll on Instagram or eat food because I'm a foodie and then I get stressed out because I have so much computer work I need to do so that's a huge one congratulations we all need to get better at 
like distributing our time better, I guess, for me, especially. Oh, I'm just thinking now about all the stuff I have to do. I am stressed. But congratulations, sis. That's amazing. Um, what else? Oh, okay. That's it. I think my mom tried to submit one, you guys, but I could not find her. <laughs> thing the yesterday she called me she was like does my small win count but I didn't see it so mom if you're listening congratulations on whatever your small win was because I could not find it and I love you all the way in Texas okay so if you're at home give all these people a little round of applause because that's really exciting I love celebrating small wins I love celebrating big wins it's what keeps us going and wanting to get more of that feeling you know so today we're going to jump in And we are going to talk about how to actually make wins happen. Um, It's funny that I'm even talking about this. I was planning on talking about it. And then my favorite uh, PMU artist, uh, Lexi Buller, was on a live and her and her marketing um, director talked about the same thing. So I guess it's definitely a theme this year because I think people are tired of you know, life taking control of them. So they're trying to take their lives back in their hands and make happen what needs to happen. So it's going to probably be a quicker episode just because these are very like to the point um, to kind of help you achieve the, the big picture, the big goal that you have in your, in your mind. So um, we're going to talk about setting goals. Setting goals are difficult. If you don't have guidance, um, they can become stressful. They can become overwhelming. They can also become discouraging if we don't reach those goals. And so these are steps that you can take to prevent those negative reactions that come from goals, I guess. So we're going to be talking about a specific method called the SMART method, S-M-A-R-T. And it's going to help pretty much give you a blueprint of how to successfully achieve these. Um, SMART refers to specific, measurable, achievable, and relevant. Um, Those are all key components in making sure your goal can be successful because if we don't have a a blueprint or a guide with our goals, it's just kind of goals floating in the air and then either they don't ever get achieved or, you know, we get sad about that or you just keep coming up with new goals and new goals that aren't necessarily like pertaining to the big picture. So let's figure out how to get to that point. S stands for specific. Being specific is the key to it all. That's why it's the first letter, right? If we have no idea of what it is exactly we're wanting to do, there's no way for us to even set ourselves up to get there. So when we think of a specific goal, the questions you should ask yourself, I'll start with W, and so they're called the W questions. Um, The first one is who. Who needs to be involved? Um, Is it for employees? Is it for clients? Is it for a specific person, demographic? Is it for your family, right? The next W is what. What exactly are you trying to do? If you don't know what that is, figure it out so we can move on to the next letter. The next W is where. Now, where isn't always a relevant thing unless obviously you have a specific location you're trying to get to or whatever. So for example, um, a personal where for my SMART goal or my specific goal would be like if I want to speak or teach in another state, I'm going to have that state be my where, 
right? Um, the next W is which. Determine related obstacles. Like which are which steps do you need to take in order to like get to this point, right? Um, I'm going to use an example. I'm going to use lashing as an example. So it's going to be pretty black and white, right? So let's say your big goal is to open up a lashing studio, okay? But let's say you don't know how to lash. So obviously the main obstacle will be you need to learn the skill, right? So that's an example of like which or like what related obstacles you need to take into consideration. And then the last W is why. What's the reason for this goal? I feel like with why, this could be more of like a literal or technical reason why, or it could be more of like a heartfelt reason why. Like, I'm doing this because of my kids. That's my why. Or it could be, I need more money, so this is why I'm doing this, right? So I feel like that why could go either way. And with your S goals, with your specific portion of the goal, there's certain words you can use when either writing this down or just speaking it to yourself, which you definitely should write it down you should revisit it and we'll talk about that in a minute um but (laughs) um some action words you could use is i like overseeing something or i need to coordinate something manage plan upgrade maintain these are all action words that go very well with the specific portion of your smart goal and the purpose of these action words or these s action words is to imply direction because it's an action right these are the specific action words so we're needing to imply that direction that momentum right (laughs) imply direction that you want to move in and accomplish that change so being specific is huge next on the list is m which is metrics metrics can provide a way to measure progress and progress um is done by setting milestones with this matter and These said milestones are basically a series of steps along the way to the big goal that may reach smaller goals that still pertain to the big picture, right? There's a couple ways to be able to measure metrics, and that's either quantitative or qualitative. So for example, for a quantitative, you can see the amounts like you could you could basically graph this portion of it um, so a specific amount of money saved or earned like you're going to see the money, right? You're going to see how much you've saved. Um, Same with productivity results. Like, let's say you are making clothes and you can see the amount of clothes you're making or not making, right? So those are quantitative by numbers. Qualitative is more like client testimonials or having people take surveys. Those are things that aren't necessarily measured with numbers. So metrics is a good one too. And, you know, it's all about taking those smaller steps to get to the big, the big picture. Um, next is A, which is achievable. How important is this goal to you and what you can do to attain it, pretty much. So you need to, when you're setting goals, sometimes you need to be very honest with yourself if it's something that's achievable. Is it realistic? Sometimes we want to set these huge goals that, in the end might not just be a part of our physical being or might not be a part of you know where we're located or whatever the case may be so sometimes we have to be very honest with ourselves and make sure that this is something that I can actually achieve so that we don't let ourselves down in the long run and that sounds kind of like Debbie Downer right 
But this particular letter, the achievable portion of your SMART goals, it's not meant to discourage you. It's meant for you to have the motivation. It's meant to inspire you so that you know that this actually is something that can be done. So let's get it right. Do you have the tools and skills needed? Again, if you have, if you want to open a lashing business, but you don't know how to lash, obviously you don't have the skills you need. So what's next is taking those steps to attain those skills. Um, Let's say you want to open um, a bakery, but you don't know how to bake. Well, how about we learn how to bake so we can do that? So again, achievable. Like if you can't necessarily open a bakery and want to be an active worker if you don't know how to do it. So that obviously is not achievable if you don't take those steps to get to that point. Next is R, relevant. You need to make sure it makes sense with the bigger picture, with the bigger business goal. If you have, I'm just going to keep using my shop as an example. So like I wanted to open a shop, right? A lashing shop. And you know, I have the skills I need. I'm able to do lashes or whatever. But then along the way, I set like a, a, a smaller goal that has absolutely nothing to do with lashing. Like, let's say, oh, I want to learn how to bake cookies to achieve this goal. Like that obviously is not relevant to what my vision is. So having the spe- having honestly the specific portion of your goal in plain sight, you'll be able to see your big vision at all times and not get thrown off track. It's very easy, I feel like, for creatives to want to do a million things at once and have a million goals, which is fine. But at that point, also, we get very overwhelmed and very stressed out because we put too much on our goal plate, right? So let's take one goal at a time and make sure the steps leading up to that are relevant to what we're trying to do. And last but not least is T for time bound. If you don't set yourself a time frame, you may not succeed with this goal. Why? Because the goal will just kind of be like open-ended. It'll just kind of be like, oh, this is my goal. This is my goal. This is my goal. But 17 years down the road, it's still your goal because you didn't set yourself up for success with time frames. So set a time. Give three months, two months. Next week, I want to do something. Those are the time-bound examples. There's been studies that show, honestly, that people who don't have that end goal time in place are usually the ones that don't finish the goal that they started. So let's not be those people who didn't set the time and let's be the ones that do and finish our goal. Sometimes, though, we need a little halfway check-in point. And so to do that, when you have, let's say, a six-month goal, let's find a three-month goal to attain that's going to help take that next and wrote to the six-month goal. Um, That in itself will help create urgency. So you know, like, okay, this needs to be done by this time in order for the big picture to get taken care of by this time. So those are the (laughs) S-M-A-R-T, the SMART goal setup. And so a good way to write your goals or set your goals up um, can be done like what I'm going to talk about now. So you always hear people say, oh, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in three years? Uh, 80% of the time, I don't freaking know. Because if I don't have it written down and if I'm not, you know, taking the steps needed, I don't know where I'm going to be. So let's put your big goal at five years, right? What you'll do then is, okay, so where should I be in three years to have that five-year goal taken care of? 
All right. So then we think, okay, so where can I be in one year for the three year? Where can I be in six months for the one year? Where can I be in three months for the six month and six weeks for the like go on so on and so forth. So I'm going to break it down. And I'm going to use the beauty industry just because that is what I'm very familiar with. And I'm going to actually use my own situation too. And again, these steps can be used for any walk of life, any goal, anything like that. So my big goal is to have a brick and mortar for my business, right? In five years. The first steps I needed to take was A, what kind of business am I trying to go for? Um, I like the beauty industry, so let's do beauty, okay? So the first step would be need to enroll in beauty school. That's something I could do within the next week is find a beauty school and meet with a couple of them, right? I found the beauty school I want to go to. Now I need to enroll. So that could be like a three-week goal. So I'm enrolled in beauty school. School starts next month. So in, in my specific license, maybe let's say it takes three months. I'm in school and in three months I'm going to graduate. So now I need to get my license. So you need money to get your licenses, quite a bit of it. You know, side note, why do pieces of paper cost so much money? That is, it just doesn't make sense to me. A business license in Washington used to be $25. Now it's 150 or 100, what? Like that doesn't make any sense. What am I paying for? It's a piece of paper. Anyways, rabbit hold. So I need to pay for these licenses. How am I gonna do that? I was just in beauty school. Okay, so maybe I need to get a part-time job to earn some money to get my license, right? All right. So I got a part-time job working at Dutch Bros. I've completed my schooling. And so what I'm going to do now is go to the state boards and take my test so I can get my license, right? So I do that. And that is my six-month goal now is to get my licenses and pass my boards and whatever. So during that three month in between, um, I do that, right? I work my butt off and I get the money to do that. So now I'm at my six month goal. I got the licenses and everything. Next step is to find a place to utilize those licenses. It might not be my own brick and mortar. Why? Because I'm just starting out in the industry. So let's find somewhere that I can work to get money, get clients, get noticed, get all of it. All right. So me personally, the first step was to go to a salon where I could be an employee because I didn't have clients yet. So I didn't think I would be able to earn money on my own doing a commission based setup. So I became an employee at a salon and I was there for a year. And then I went to another salon. I was there for a year again as an employee. And then I went to another salon and I was there for (laughs) a year as an employee. At that point, my one-year goal turned into like a a three-year goal. And I want to point it out that sometimes our timing changes and that's okay. We just have to readjust ourselves and our vision slightly so that we can understand what can be more achievable. Like with my personal situation, I didn't know how long it would take to gain clientele because I'd never been in the industry before, right? So I set what I thought was a realistic goal for like a one-year goal. 
and it ended up being a, a, an additional three years. So, and that's okay. I didn't get down. I was working in my field. I was building clients and I was taking the necessary steps to get to that big picture still. I just needed to readjust my timing. So if you run into a situation where you, you know, your time bound um, ticker is up, it's okay if you didn't finish it. Let's figure out what steps you can take to get get to that big goal, but maybe adjust the timing a little bit, right? I feel like I repeat myself a lot, but honestly, maybe this does need to be reiterated because it's important. Okay. So now I'm three years working as an employee in the beauty industry. And then my specific situation, we had to go into quarantine and I was pregnant. Great times. Tell me how it, ask me how it was being pregnant in a 700 square foot apartment on quarantine with an eight-year-old doing homeschool. Don't ask me, but ask me. It was hell, but I'm glad I lived through that because it honestly did it didn't. I'm trying to be positive. That was so awful. I hope we never have to go back there again. That was crazy. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Quarantined in the house, pregnant. Okay, well, I'm not working. And obviously, as a creative, my creative juices were brewing, right? I'm like, okay, so what can I do? Well, remember how I said about getting those licenses? At the time, it was $25. So I went ahead and made myself a business license through the state of Washington. And that was the first step to reignite my excitement of wanting to own my own brick and mortar, right? So that's what I did. And sometimes, you know, we have to revisit old small goals that we might not have reached to reignite the passion that we're wanting to have for the big picture. So I got my license. Okay, I have my license. Now what? Okay, well, you're in the industry, so you know how to get clients. You know what you're doing. You have now an idea of what it's going to take to get to that point. So I started taking clients on the side, and I kept working at where I was working. I will point out, I never cross-promoted because I didn't want that negative karma on my new business. Just wanted to throw that out there for anyone who was wondering. Anyways... Um, So that's what I did. I started taking makeup clients. I started taking lash clients. I started taking whatever clients. I started posting on Instagram, Facebook. I got my name out there because now, you know, three years went down the, went, I don't want to say down the drain. It obviously built me to where I was headed, but I had to add three years to my goal and I still wanted to try and, you know, make my five-year goal plan. So I put in the hustle for it to make it happen. Um, After doing my own clients and working, I was let go from the place I was employed at. And at that point, it was kind of like, well, it's either now or never. Let's make this business our business. And that's when I was able to meet a fantastic woman who set me up for success. Angie, if you're listening, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for the... Am I about to start crying? Y'all, I don't know what what Gatorade planet is going on right now, but okay, we're back. Thank you. Angie, you're amazing. You set me up for success. You gave me so much knowledge and, uh, guidance. And I couldn't thank you enough because without you, I wouldn't be here where I am today. Okay. Gatorading. All right. So back to where we were, I was able to start small. Sometimes you have to start small, actually all the time you have to start small. So I rented a very tiny room in the back of Angie's salon where I took my clients and I started gaining clientele. And you know, what's crazy. This is another side note. I feel like my podcasts are me just kind of talking to myself, which is fine. 
Some people listen, I know. But <laughs> in this in this location, I was in an apartment complex, right? So there was no like drive-by traffic or foot traffic. I was located in an apartment complex that was not on the newer side. It was an older, it was, it's an older apartment complex. And a lot of the residents were on the older side. And I was still able to get clients. And so I'm a firm believer, you're going to be as booked and busy as you want to be. Period. That's all I'm going to say about that. Take it how you need to. So I'm in the back of this room taking my clients. And then Angie, because she's worked her decades in the industry, you know, she decided it was time to retire. And at that point, I was like, okay, it's time for the end goal. And six months after working in Angie's space, I found a spot on Craigslist, I think it was. And I reached out to them. And now I'm in my brick and mortar facing the Vancouver Mall right next to Voodoo Donuts and Wells Fargo Bank. That is my story. That is how I reached my big goal, all with the steps leading up to it. My goal was specific, opening a brick and mortar. My goal was measured in the time frame, right? Or measurable by, I guess, qualitative and quantitative because I was able to see, you know, money and I was able to see my progress with my skills and stuff. It was achievable, right? I lived locally. I knew what I was doing because I had worked in what I, in my industry and it made sense. R, it was relevant because obviously I'm working in the beauty industry and what I wanted had to do with the beauty industry. So it made sense. And T, it was time-bound. I gave myself five years. I accomplished it in five years. That's, I'm going to start crying again. This is crazy. I, holy crap. I just realized I actually completed my goal. Wow. Okay, hold on. Sorry. Okay, get it together. What Gatorade planet is going on? This is crazy. I don't cry, you guys. Wow. You know, round of applause for me. That's crazy. I just realized I actually completed a five-year goal in five years. Wow. 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 Okay. Sorry. I'm back. But that was, that was my big goal, guys. And I did it by following these steps. And any goal you have can be done by following these steps too. I understand this podcast was a little bit all over the place because, you know, sometimes that's life. Sometimes life is all over the place and we have to take a minute to re-examine and refocus. And that's what I did today is re-examine and refocus, you know, man, I'm just in awe with myself, you know, big wins, small wins. Sometimes you guys, you need to pump yourself up. You need to be in awe of what it is that you have or can accomplish God has given us so much strength as people to be able to do crazy things. And we have to remind ourselves sometimes that it's doable. Wow. Okay. That was my big win. Wow. 
Okay, you know, I got to log off because I have to go praise Jesus because this is crazy. Okay, happy podcast episode two. I don't know if the next one's going to be based on the same thing. I kind of want to get fun and juicy with it. I might have a guest speaker. I don't know. We'll play it by ear. But don't forget, every other Monday is when my podcast is going to be released just so I don't overwhelm myself with, you know, continuing on this journey. So make sure you tune in, log in, um, follow me on Instagram um, at the Beauty Momentum. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Keep going and don't lose momentum. Bye, guys.